0: To understand why we're at that song and why we're at this space we're in a series of being financially set and so they're singing about no limitations no boundaries it's a time for us to break forth to to come forward to to come out um, that is what we're singing about but I feel a little push back in the atmosphere y'all know me When I feel something that's pushing against us, I believe that God has given me a word for the house. I believe that God has given me a word for right now. And I am believing that something is going to break out in this space. And so that's why I kind of feel something uh, in the atmosphere. Do you all know that that we have an enemy that does not want us to get what God has for us? And so he tries to oppose us. And those of you who can feel in the spirit, it just feels a little chilly in here. And it just feels like I need to push back. You all, I'm a warrior. and We got some warriors in the space. And and I don't like to be pushed around. There was a time where I could be pushed around, but that's no more. And so I don't like to be pushed around. And so for those of you who might not quite understand where I'm going, um, I like to create a clearing of praise. Um, because the word says that he will inhabit the praises of his people. And so I need God to come sit right here in the room with us. Because I need you to walk out of here with what God has for you. And so I appreciate your band because that's what I need. And so I want you to raise your expectation. We didn't come to see what was going to happen. We have an expectation of what is going to go forward. I'm looking for it. I'm expecting what God is going to do in this place, and so I want you to raise your praise. I was Psalmist says it could have been me. It should have been me. This place should have erupted in praise at that moment because there's some places that you should have been because you did do it. There's some places that you could have been, but you're sitting up in here today. How did you? It out. How are you in this place? How did you do it? Why did God choose you? There's some people that didn't get chosen. Some people got caught up in yourself. The thing that you got out of, how did you make it out? And so I just want us to, to lift our prayer. Y'all yeah, she just ain't waving a flag for nothing, she's in her warfare stance and she's not fighting for herself, she's fighting for you Woo! and so I want to give a moment for ministers I tell to clear this atmosphere Y'all praising, y'all pushing. We come to get something. I come to deliver something. And I hope you came to get something. Jesus, hey, Jesus. 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 How's it feeling here? Jesus. How's it feeling here, Minister Hallelujah. Chantel? Thank you, praise team. I think we're gonna move, push forward. But I need some people to stand guard with me as we deliver the word. I just need somebody to say Jesus. Just just, just holl out Jesus every Jesus. now and then. Jesus. If I hear you doing the service, if I just hear a random Jesus go up. I know I got somebody with me, Pastor Rene, Pastor Darius, Pastor Keith, if I hear somebody just say, Jesus, uh, anywhere during the message. Uh, Janae, I know I'm not alone uh, in this fight. Uh, I know that we came to deliver something. Uh, Tony Bell, if I just hear a random Jesus uh, in the place. Uh, Jamila, just, just Jesus. God's people are because we are not those who are dead we are those who are alive and there ought to be life in the room and so I'm gonna press on into this word and and thank you for standing everybody let's stand all over the room because I believe that I have a word for us man and I am praying that you can get your expectation up That you can receive it. Everybody that is in this space, everybody that is online, it is intentional. I don't want you to think for one moment that I chose to come to church today. I want you to understand that God allowed you to be here. That he aligned me and you. That he lined up his word for you on this afternoon. And for you to declare, I'm not leaving without it. Somebody can run up out of here on today run free. Somebody can leave. I don't know. I only got two people that's saying, yeah, I think it's me. But there is a people that can run up out of here free on this afternoon if you believe that. Oh, God set me up. Oh, God sent me for this. Oh, this is for me. And so we're going to pray. We got a uh, little bit of reading to do, but it's all right because I don't know who got their reading in this week anyway for the Bible. And so let us read together. We are going to start in Acts 12 at verse 5. And I want you to read with me. We're going to read all the way down to 11, but it's good. And I want you to hear it as it comes out. I want these words to seek into you. I want you to know that there's power in the word. If I just read the scripture and don't preach nothing, you ought to feel something because the word of God is alive in this place. I want y'all to know that I see a glory that's hanging over the top of the sanctuary. I believe that we have arrived in a place where the spirit is resting in here. I want you to know that I see that over the tops of your heads Uh, and so let's read this together Acts uh, 12 starting at verse 5 let's go so Peter was kept in prison but the church was earnestly praying to God for him the night before Herod was to bring him to trial Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and centuries stood guard at the entrance suddenly, hold on one moment y'all, we missed six, I don't see six, so let me read that, it said, the night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, oh we just did that, okay bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell, he struck Peter on the side and woke him up, quick get up he said and the chains fell off peter's wrist then the angel that said come on jesus Uh, if i hear a random jesus y'all gonna make me run off this stage let's go then the angel said to him put on your clothes and sandals and peter did so wrap your cloak around you and follow me the angel told him peter followed him out of the prison but had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They, hey, they passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said now i know without a doubt that the lord has sent his angel and rescued me from herod's clutches and from everything the jewish people were hoping would happen to me as you sit down and go to your seats tell somebody i'm out of here i'm out of here Oh, I am excited, as I told you all earlier, that we are in our theme of uh, Financially Set. We're talking about finances, but there's a thing that I found out here, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Last week, it was Physically Fit. This month, we're talking about finances. Do you know that God wants you healthy in all ways? Not just spiritually, not just physically, but he also wants his people to be financially set. And this is where we are headed on this afternoon. I believe that I have found a formula that God left us in the Bible for coming out, for being delivered, for stepping out, for going free. And it was right here all along. And so my prayer is that somebody grab it. My prayer is that it gets into your spirit on this afternoon. There is a set formula. Pastor Keith talked about a formula. If you got the formula, then you can always work it out. It just depends on what you plug in there and so on this morning we're going to plug financially set but I want you to think about you because some of you are saying well my finances I'm all right but um but we're gonna help you with that too but you might need to plug in physically fit in here you might need to plug in some relationships in this formula and still your declaration is the same I'm out of here if it's physically fit I'm out of here. If it's a bad relationship, I'm out of here. If it's an addictive behavior, I'm out of here. But we're going to concentrate on physically, on financially set on this morning. Now, we have all seen these videos, and I've actually been in places where this has happened. Um, And we always laugh at it, y'all. But, like, we somewhere, we're a crowd of people, and somebody just start running past you. And when they run past you and then somebody else start running past you, you know, that's a a Cedric to Entertainer. He's like, y'all get Lisa in there because we getting ready to run up out of here. This is my prayer on today. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Maybe some of y'all ain't been in no shady places. <laughs> Thank you, James. Uh, it usually happens perhaps in a shady place. I don't know. Uh, when you're at a party, sometimes it breaks out in the mall. But I've been in some shady places and, and somebody will say it's a fight over there or oh, somebody got something or something happening. And people just start running. And you, ain't nobody told you what's happening over there? You don't even know. You just see a group of people running past you, and you're like, ooh, something, something, and you just start running, too. You get out of that, too. What well, it is my prayer on this morning that somebody take off running up in this place, and you're not sure what you see, but all you know is something is happening. And my prayer is that you're like, "Oh, they're running, and you just take off running, too, because it's going to be God <laughs> pushing me. Oh my God, that's good to me. I'm praying, James, uh, that somebody take off running on this morning. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm getting out of here. This is a plan for deliverance. This is a place for coming out. This is for somebody who said, I'm tired, Pastor Sharonda. Tired of me. Tired of this. Tired of this. Tired of that situation. This is your time on this morning to declare, I'm out of here. And God has given us a formula that's been here all along, Pastor Parson. It's it's been right here in Acts. It's it's been right here with Peter. We have preached this this version of scripture, I don't know how many times, but God told me, uh, let the people out. Give them a formula. Of how to get out. And so we read the scripture, but now we're going to walk through it because I want to see how did Peter get out of jail? A prison is what they call it in the Bible. Some of us are in prisons. Some of us need to get out. We need a way out. And so the first thing that I want you to see in Peter 5 is it says... So Peter was kept in prison. Oh, by the way, if you take notes, you might want to get out your, your tablet or your phone or something like that because you may want these for later. Or I guess, of course, you can come back to the, to the live feed. But last week, the live feed did something. And so I need y'all to have the information that you need. And so you may need to take a couple of notes or take a screenshot or something of that because we're going to work this out a little bit this morning. And so the first thing, I'm out of here. The first thing it says, is, so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The first thing that you need to do, if you're getting ready to come up out of here, you're getting ready to make your break up out of here, you need to appeal. Not. Just to people, but more than that, you need to appeal to God. But if you're going to appeal to people, then you need to get some people that's going to pray. Because prayer is your first stop. It's your first work. Come on, you've been trying it this whole time without it. But your first stop in this, I'm I'm coming out of here, is to begin praying and get some people that'll pray with you. I need some folk that's going to pray with me. So the first thing for you to do is to make your appeal. And then the second thing I want you to be like, I'm coming out of here. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start praying and I'm going to get some people around me that's praying for me because I am in this prison. The second thing that you are going to do is become aware. The scripture says suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to Peter while he was in this cell and a light shone in the cell. The second thing, after you start praying and you get some people around you that start praying, you need a light to come on in your situation. You need to come to yourself. You need to come out of denial. I need a light to show. A uh, God, and, and the prayers of the people will make that light come on because you've been in this place all the time, acting like you can't see what the situation is. But God's going to light up the situation that you are having in your life so that you can see what's really going on in this cell, what's really going on in this prison. And so you're going to appeal to God, and then He's going to make you aware. He's going to put a light on in your situation. But then, like this one pastor Marias. after the light came on and an angel appeared before him then it says he struck Peter on the side and woke him up you have to become awake God is going to wake you up. Not only are you going to get some folk to pray for you, not only is he going to shine the light on the situation that you've been ignoring, but God is going to strike you and wake you up. Oh, God. Some of us, we don't want God to strike us, but I want us to know we're talking about being financially set. And so what does that strike look like? The angel done struck me. The angel struck me with an eviction notice. It woke me up. It struck me with my lights being turned off, and that thing woke me up. It struck me with no money in the bank, with all of these overdraft fees. Oh, God, I've been struck in this place. Something just woke me up. It woke me up when my spouse said, I'm leaving you because you can't handle your money right. I'm leaving you because you ain't got no money. Some of us have been struck in the place where God is trying to get us to wake up, and those strikes Don't feel good. It didn't say the angel said, come on, Peter. We're going to get out of here. Come on, Peter. Wake up. It said he got struck. And for some of you, you have been struck financially. You lost your job. You in a hard way. Um, But I want you to know that this was the angel of the Lord that hit him. Because you need to be awakened in the place where you are. And so we're going to get to it. And so he struck him. He, he roused him up from his sleep. He wanted to bring him up out of his inactivity. It's time for you to do something about this. That's what that strike is, not for you to, to get up and then go back to sleep. That source that you've been borrowing money from just dried out. You've just been struck. You can't get no more money from them. They're tired of you. You can't get no more payday loans. They tired of you. Your mom and them done finally said, you know what? Enough is enough. They tired of you. You've been struck by the angel of the Lord. And it's time to you to, for you to come up out of your inactivity. And so you have to appeal. You have to start praying and get people praying for you. You have to become aware. Let a light shine on your situation that your situation ain't right. And then you have to be awakened because God is striking you. Stop saying that bad stuff keep happening to you. God is trying to wake you up. Stop saying that the bank out of line for charging you $35. He's trying to wake you up. Stop getting mad at your mama Them They out of line. No, God is trying to wake you up. Stop hiding your car around the corner. Oh, he's trying to wake you up. He's trying to wake you up. And so you got struck. And then it says, the angel said to him, Quick, get up, he said. And the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Wait a minute. Peter is in the inner jail. It said how many uh, uh, people he was che- uh, bound by two chains. Y'all know two chains, bound by two chains, <laughs> two guards and centuries he's in the inner court but the angel said to him quick get up he said and the chains fell off peter's wrist how is this somebody said peter can really get out of here and then even though peter was technically still inside he was not bound anymore and so even though you're still in a place where I still don't have much money, I'm still trying to build my bank account up, I still need some money, but I'm not bound anymore. I'm not bound by this, uh, this d- deficiency. I am not bound, and so I can walk free because nothing is holding me anymore. There's a space that we have to come to where we realize that I'm not stuck here. I'm staying here. I am not stuck in this place I'm just staying in this place and I want you to see it in all facets see it in your money because that's what we are talking about see it in your physical health because that well wait a minute I'm not stuck here I'm staying here except that the chains have fallen off of him and it's time I, I got the liberty and so the next word is I am at liberty I'm at liberty to walk up out of here I got the freedom to leave this place. So after I would prayed and asked folk to pray, after my God, is, I have been made aware. There's an issue here. The light is shining. I've been awake. I've been struck by a few things. Now I understand that I am at liberty to leave here. Whatever has happened in my family, in my history, in the past, whatever mistake I made yesterday, Does not have to be the place where I stay today. I am at liberty to come out of here. I am not stuck in no place. God said the chains have fallen off. So that means that I got the freedom to come out. Okay, what else? It says, then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. He said, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Okay, so I'm praying. I got people praying. I'm aware that there is an issue. I've been struck by a few things, and now I'm up. I'm at liberty to leave here if I want to. That means I got to get ready to get up out of here. He said, Get ready. Put your clothes on. Put your shoes on. Put your cloak on. That means that Peter's getting ready to get up out of here. You all, we have to get ready you're not stuck in that place Uh, and so you have to get ready to leave this place leave that financial sale leave that place where you just don't have enough where you've been struggling your whole life can't get right you up you down you up you down and whatever it might be it's time for you to get dressed put your clothes on and your sandals wrap your cloak around you and follow me Now, this is a thing, y'all. Peter's in this cell with no clothes on. And so I wondered about that. I said, now, did the people that put him in jail strip him of his clothes? Or did Peter get comfortable and take off his clothes? And so I thought, the Bible don't tell us what happened. And so I thought if they had stripped him of his clothes, they wouldn't have left him in there with him. I, I think, and the Bible don't tell us that, I think Peter got comfortable in that cell and took off his clothes and so I want to talk to you to say where have you gotten comfortable at uh, thinking that you're going to have to stay here and you didn't took off your clothes and I do I'm going to tell you what your clothes is uh, when we're talking about financially set but you've been in here so long you've been going through this cycle so much uh, that you didn't got up in here and took your clothes off That's so much so when the come to get him out he said "Man, you gotta get dressed we can't leave like that and so I tell you the same thing man. you gotta get dressed you can't leave this cell like that you didn't took off all your clothes you just don't care no more you just laying around you have no more mindset you have settled that I'm gonna be here for a while because people who think they're not gonna be a place for a while they don't get comfortable they don't take off nothing because I'm getting ready to leave here but y'all didn't took all of your things. You didn't uh, took off. Well, I don't care. I'm just going to be up in here. But now it's time for you to get dressed. Because you took off some things up in here. And this is one thing for all of us. That we have to understand. Sometimes. You don't have to get dressed in front of somebody. I know we don't want to do that. You don't want nobody to see you get dressed. There's some things, ladies, we got to put on that make everything come together. We don't want nobody to see us. It's a struggle sometimes. I, I, I got some real ladies in the house. There's some things, thank you. There's some things we got to put on and pull some. We don't want nobody to see us get dressed. Uh, and men, you don't either. But if you're going to come up out of a jail cell, the angel of, the, of God is standing right there. And so Peter has to get dressed in front of him. For us to come out of this place, this financial jail, this place of trouble, we're going to have to get dressed in front of someone. And that just might be a financial advisor. You're going to have to get dressed. And you, that might just might be your accountability person because right now you've been stripped down in this jail cell but somebody else got to help you get dressed you can't put this stuff back on by yourself so you got to be honest enough with somebody to get dressed in front of them I need help I need help for my advisor I need help for my accountability partner I need help from these creditors I got to get dressed in front of the creditors that I've been hiding from all this time you mean I really got to make the phone call and tell them it is me that's been hanging up on this for the last six months I gotta get dressed in front of them and tell them that it is me how much do I owe you what is the charge sometimes if you're gonna come out of the place y'all we gotta be honest and I'm, I gotta get dressed in front of somebody sometimes it's your spouse you gotta get dressed in front of your spouse tell them that you bad with money Tell him where the money went. Your spouse's been asking you for five years. Remember that money we had? Where did it go? You got to be honest. Like it's just something you don't want to talk. I won't talk about it no more. No, you got to get dressed in front of me now. What happened to the money? It was your poor management. It was your impulsiveness. It was your gambling. It was your drugs. It was your women. Where'd the money go? And sometimes, y'all, I know we don't want to do it, but you've been doing it your way all this time, and your way ain't working. And so we have to be honest enough with ourselves to get dressed in front of somebody, to get the help that we need. Somebody can help you with your issue. You got a spending habit. Go ahead and say, I got to get dressed in front of you because I've been stripped down. I I can't stop ordering stuff. I can't stop stuff coming to my door. And so there's a few people that we have to be vulnerable enough to say, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm going to get dressed in front of you because we've been stripped y'all. We didn't got comfortable in this place. And now it's time for us to put on some things. And so what do we need to get dressed? He told Peter, put on your clothes, your shoes, and your cloak to get ready to come out of here. What do we need to put on to come out? First, put on some prayer. I need to put prayer on if I'm going to come. I'm going to be realistic, I need some help. The other thing that you need to put on is transparency. Y'all, we got to begin to be transparent and tell the truth. Stop making up all of that stuff. Stop borrowing money and saying you don't know what happened. You do know what happened. It's time for you to be transparent. And I, I'm mismanaging things. I can't be trusted with money. Somebody else going to have to handle the money in the house because it can't be me. It's time for us to put on transparency. It's time for us to put on honesty what's really going on where the, where's the money really going I'm going to get dressed and I'm gonna get dressed in front of somebody so that means I have to be honest with somebody and where what's happening that's the way that you're trying to live your lifestyle does it really fit your money and your budget It's time for you to put on some honesty because you're doing all of that. You you got the name brand things. You're trying to go out to dinner. You're trying to keep up with them. But does it really fit your lifestyle? It's time for you to be honest. An honest self-assessment. Am I really just being a hindrance to my kids by keeping giving them that money? An honest self-assessment to say, I have just been ignorant what it takes to manage money well. Honest self assessment to look at yourself. Y'all, we're going to have to put some things on and we're going to have to do it in front of somebody. Why? Because you have not been accountable to yourself. And so you have to find someone that you can be accountable to. And so we're putting on some things. Again, put in there whatever you need and we're also going to have to put on some discipline. Uh, I know y'all didn't want us to come to discipline. Nobody wants to come to discipline, um, but this is what you're going to have to do. I'm sorry I missed the other one, James. It is agreed, because in this moment we have to agree with what the angel was telling us to do. We have to agree with telling that he's telling us to get dressed, put some clothes on, and put something on. And so discipline. And I want to talk to people who are in the room that say, well, really, this message is not for me. Because I am financially set. I am good with my money. Uh, I don't have nothing to worry about. Uh, I ain't borrowing no money from nobody. And uh, I ain't worried about my house or my car being repossessed. Uh, We're able to do whatever we want to do. But I want to tell you that this message is for you also. Because those of you who say, I am financially set, and perhaps you know what it took, but I don't even want you to get comfortable right there where you are and get undressed. In that place where you feel like you are financially set, it's still going to take your discipline and don't get comfortable where you are. It is still going to take humility. It's going to take a few things for you to maintain that place. And so I don't want anybody to to check out from where you are. It is. It does take your discipline. And for you to keep your eyes on it, keep your attention on it, it does take your humility, and it also takes your giving. It takes your giving if you want to stay where you are. I know y'all don't believe that, but if you're going to pray and if you're going to believe in God, then you need to know that each man should give what he has already determined in his heart. Each man should give to the measure that he loves Jesus. What is your measure and what are you giving? I know some of y'all choose here and there I might give something, but if you're going to remain in this set place, Don't think it's all because of you and because you're doing good and I know how to manage money and I've been doing this since I was 15. You have to rest in God with this. And then it says Peter followed the angel out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. This is for those who have come into agreement. I'm coming out of here. This is for those who are saying, God, let me out. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to get dressed in front of somebody. I'm willing to put on a few things. I'm going to put on transparency and honesty and self-assessment and discipline and accountability. I'm willing to do that. For the next thing that you need is assurance. You need full confidence and freedom from doubt that the things that you are doing are working. Now, this is where we falter in all of the things. Plug in financially set. Plug in physically fit. Plug in your addictive behavior. Plug in that bad relationship into this formula. This is where we falter. Because we don't believe that it's working. We can't see anything that is happening. Peter said, I don't don't even know if this is real, but I'm still putting my clothes on. I don't know if this is real. I'm still following him on the way out. I don't even know if this is real. He can't even tell yet. And many of you are saying the same thing. I don't know if this is real. Is it really going to matter if I don't have Starbucks three times a week? I don't know if this is real. $25 in a bank account. I don't know if this is doing anything. Me trying to be disciplined. Is this doing anything? Let's switch over. To physically fit me, taking a walk for 30 minutes in the morning is is doing anything? I don't think this is. Oh, really? I need to eat some salad, eat a salad with every meal, or a salad a day. I don't know if this is doing anything. Really, for me to cut down on smoking cigarettes and just go from 10 a day to one a day, is this really doing anything? We have to have the assurance that the formula of God, that the plan of God is working and that it is doing what it is supposed to do. We cannot become impatient. We have to trust the process, trust what God is giving us to do. My God, couples, I know you sit up there and say, I do not want to have this conversation about the household budget. Is this doing anything? It is. Go ahead and be uncomfortable. Go ahead and get it done. Me opening the mail, is it really doing anything? All it is is open up the mail and seeing all of these bills. Is that really doing anything? Me just declining the call, declining. Oh, that was just spam. Oh, that, that was a spam call. Girl, don't you get sick of these spam calls? You know that ain't no spam. You know, that's the bill collector calling you and you just sending them over, sending them over the voicemail. Is it really doing anything for me to talk to them? Yes, it is. It's making you accountable. You got to be sure in the small step, have the conversation with them, set up a payment plan with them, get in there and see what they want. Is it really doing anything for me to be a tither and a giver? Is it really doing anything? I don't see nothing happening now. This don't make no sense, Pastor Keith. Now y'all want me to keep giving out of what I don't have? Is this doing anything? Do you believe the process or not? Do you believe the word of God or not? This is working. It's working. Go back and ask some of those people that you got dressed in front of and see, doesn't this process work? If they don't know the process, you getting dressed in front of the wrong people. Oh, boy don't get dressed in front of the wrong people oh man I'm gonna leave it right there because some of us have already done that we didn't got dressed in front of the wrong people (laughs) we didn't put ourselves in spaces and in places and stripped down and got uh, naked and then we started putting on things but they never did tell us hey that don't look good on you that ain't right for you that's too small for you you shouldn't be in that place I didn't put on the club and nobody told me you weren't supposed to get dressed in that you got me out here looking crazy because you got dressed in front of the wrong people some of the people want you to get dressed in front of them financially so they can get a little piece of the change that you got so, yeah, oh, you talking about money. You, got, you need to put money somewhere. Come on and get dressed in front of me. Yeah. And then they end up with what you have, y'all. We got to be careful. Don't get dressed in front of the wrong people. We have to have assurance and trust in the process. We have to be sure that um, the consistency of small steps gets you the bigger and gets you the greater. We have to be patient in the process. Is this really working? Yes, it is. You know this is working. You just have to put your impatience out of the way. You will start seeing results as Peter did. He didn't know if it was real. And some of us are saying, you know what? I've been here for so long, I don't know if this is real. Is this really doing anything, me putting a couple of dollars down? Is it really doing anything, me talking to a financial advisor? Is it doing anything with me talking to a trainer? Is it really doing anything for me meal prepping? I've been up here meal prepping. Is it doing anything? We have to trust the process and take the small steps. And that's what Peter did. He just following him out. Man, I don't know if this is real. And some of us are saying the same thing. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if I can come out of here. I've been in this place for so long. I've been addicted for so long. I don't know if me going to these meetings are going to do anything. I don't know if me having a mentor is going to do anything. I've been coming over here sitting at these AA meetings. Is it doing anything? But you see them still making those small steps? They're still coming. They're still doing it. And those small steps are going to land you to greater but we have to have assurance in the process. Something is happening. I'm coming out of here. And then it said this. And oh boy. Then Peter came to himself. Um, is that the one that I want to read? No, that's not the one that I want to read. It said that Peter was in a place. And then he passed by the first guard post and then the second guard post, and then the gate opened, and it led him out into the city. I want to talk about the two guard posts. The guard post is the place that stops you and sends you back into that cell. In this, with him following the angel out, it said, we came by the first guard post. I know Peter like, All right, we done made it past one, and then here they come and they pass the second guard post. But I wanted to tell us uh, to be so aware uh, when you're working on being financially set of the guard post uh, that will stop you right where you are and send you back uh, into the inner cell. Uh, And so what are those two guards? Uh, He said he passed by two guard posts. uh, So those two guard posts could be old mindsets in doubt. Your old mindset, your default, that this is what I do when this happens. This is what I do when I feel stressed. I just spend. This is what I do when I get extra money. I don't save. This is what I do when I'm upset. I just eat. This is what I do when I'm upset. I just drink. Old mindsets. You have to put on a new mindset if you're going to get past those two guards at the gate. You have to come out of doubt and know that this is really working. The other two guards that could stop you at the gate is knowing too much and impatience. You know too much. Uh, You know what? I've been doing this for so long, I already know how this is going to work. You know how many diets I've been on? I already know how they work. I already know when you try to save money and then they say do the snowball method with your credit card, and then I know how this is going to work. You know too much. Just trust the process. And don't be so impatient. And that's the other thing. These little small steps ain't working for me. I'm going to start taking some pills or something. These small steps ain't working for me. I'm going to go out and make me some quick money. I know how to do it. These small steps ain't working for me. And so we become impatient. But what that does is you go right back into the inner jail of where you were. And so for us to get past. These two guard posts, we have to keep our heads on straight. We have to not be impatient. We have to be in full assurance that this is doing something. Come out of doubt and keep moving. There's two guard posts. Another two guards that will stop you is, I don't want to do the work. And so you just skip the work. It's going to take some work. It is going to take some work for you to come out of anything that has been holding you. No matter whichever one you plug in there, if you're trying to be financially set, if you're trying to be physically fit, if you're trying to be emotionally healthy, if you're trying to come out of addictive behavior, there's going to be some work. And so the guard that's standing there that you're trying to get past, like let's just keep going. They don't see us. And then it's time to do the work. And the work will send you right back because you don't want to do that. You don't want to do the discipline of having to cook food at home. You still want to keep buying all that food and eating out. You don't want to do the discipline of what it takes to sit out and work a budget. Some of us don't even look at the money. If I asked you, what does it take for a month to run your household? You ought to know that number, but I don't, I don't want to do that. Because I don't want to do the work of that. It's uncomfortable. We argue when we start talking about money. And so we don't want to do the work of even working through the disagreement. That's a guard at the post that will send you right back. That guard will send you right back. And so you just stay in the cycle of not being financially healthy because you don't want to do the work. Uh, The same thing with your diet. Y'all, it's going to take some work. You're going to have to go for the walk. You're going to have to do the exercise. Yes, you are. You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to eat healthy. You're going to have to buy the lettuce. You're going to have to skip the burger. It's going to take some work. You're going to have to cut out the fried food. You're going to have to drink the water. It's going to take some work. But as you're coming out, it's two guards at the post, and we're trying to get out of here. I'm following God out, and two of those guards that'll stop you. It's, God, I don't want to do the work. We have to put on the mindset that I'm willing to sacrifice to get out of here. I'm willing to work to get out of here. I'm getting dressed because I got too comfortable in this place. And that's the problem for a lot of us. You done took your clothes off up in there, and you're comfortable. These two guards will keep you from coming out. Entitlement and justification you sneaking out with Peter. The angel is escorting you out of this place um, where you have been held of this jail cell. And now I got to get past these two guards. And the first one is entitlement. And you said, I worked all week. I earned this. I'm tired at night. I'm getting ready to eat this. I'm entitled to this. I got enough money to buy this. I'm entitled to, to this. What do you mean I can't have this? This is my entitlement to my life. This is what I'm working for. And so when you feel entitled to a thing, entitled to spending that money, entitled to that car, that purse, that house, and all of that, it'll stop you right there. That guard. Get back in there because you feel entitled so now you didn't broke the process because don't I get a break up in here somewhere can I buy myself something and so you stopped the process and he said get back in there don't I get a break I've been doing good all week you mean I can't have a steak and cake this weekend I've been doing good you're not entitled to it it's going to take work and that entitlement guard will send you right back and also the justification yeah, this, I, I, I've earned this. I'm justified in this. We make it right. Well, I lost five pounds, so now I get to have this. Well, I saved $1,000, and so now I get to splurge on the next $500. Just to, I've Just been doing good. And so I'm justified in what I'm doing. It'll send you right back into the inner cell. And so I want us to know that first we got to start praying. And then we have to be aware the light have to shine. And then we get struck awake and it ain't so comfortable. But we have to know that the chains have fallen off, y'all. We can come out of these places that are holding us. Whatever your place is, even if it is in your finances. And then we have to come into agreement with what God said. Agreement with the formula. Agreement with what works. And stop trying to make up stuff on your own. Stop knowing so much. And then we have to come into the assurance that this is working. And so Peter is working his way out of this. He didn't believe it, but he kept going. He didn't know if he was dreaming. Oh, it looked like I'm doing it. And so he just kept going. It looked like I'm getting financially set. And so he just kept moving. Oh, it feels like I'm getting emotionally healthy. Oh, I'm just going to keep moving. It looked like this weight's coming off. I'm just going to keep moving. And so then it said that Peter, he came out. The gate opened for him. He followed the process, came all the way out. Peter went back to the house. Remember they said that they was at the house praying in the beginning? He said that they were in the house. That's where the appeal started. He went back to that house where the people were praying. Peter came out. He followed the formula. He followed the process. And here Peter is standing, knocking at the door. Y'all, I made it out of there. I'm out. I made it out of this prison. And here is Peter. He knocking at the door. And do you know that they came to the door and she looked out and saw it was Peter and ran back in and didn't open the door for Peter? She did not open the door for Peter still out there knocking on the door. She went in there and said, I think it's Peter at the door. And they said, it couldn't be Peter at the door. It must be his ghost. That's a spirit out there knocking at the door. And Peter's like, no, it's me. I am out here. I'm still out here knocking at this door. This is what I want for everybody in this room. This is what I want for everybody that is in any type of jail cell. It might not be finances. It may not be your health and weight. It maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a bad relationship. Maybe it's an addictive behavior. But I want you to be knocking at the door. Of the place where the people were praying for you. And they're like, no, it couldn't be Peter. So, you know, that's a whole other story. Because I wonder what they was praying. Because they didn't believe it was Peter at the door. But y'all the people who was praying, y'all didn't think it was me? Y'all didn't think I was going to come out of here? But I want you all to be at that door. I want them to look out at you and be in amazement and say, Peter's at the door. Peter is at the door. Peter, is that you financially set? Peter is at the door. Peter, is that you? Is that you in that size 10? Peter is at the door, Peter. Is that you? I want them to be so surprised that they don't even re- believe that it is you, because you have come all the way out. Is that you, Peter? You ain't had a drink in when is Is that you, Peter? You don't smoke no more. Is that you, Peter? You out of that bad relationship? I want them to still be looking at that door. Is that Peter? Is that Peter ain't borrowing money no more? Is that Peter? Peter got some. Is that Peter standing at the door? They wouldn't even let him in because they could not believe that Peter had come out of that jail cell. I want y'all to look at me coming here and say, Is that Peter? Is that Peter walking up? Yeah. Peter like, open the door. James, I want them to see you coming. Is that Peter? That is Peter. Look at Peter with his own car. Look at Peter with some money in the bank. Look at Peter that found him a wife. Look at Peter. Look at Peter physically fit. Look at Peter financially set. Is that Peter at the door? I want them to be so surprised, even in the way that they were supposed to be praying, but they didn't expect God to do it like that. They didn't expect God to do it so quick, Pastor. They didn't expect God to do it so quick. They was like, "God, that can't be Peter." They didn't expect them keep to release it like that. They didn't expect God to do it so much so that they just kept saying. No, that ain't Peter. That's the ghost. That's Peter that's just still talking about getting out. But that's Peter at the door. And so I want to pray on this afternoon that we are able to follow the process. I just got a feeling that God is going to keep me working this. When I started reading this, I said, God, I need the formula. I want to be Peter at the door. I want people to say, is that you, Pastor Sharonda? And Peter just kept on knocking, sure is. (laughs) I'm out here. Those of you who have been in a cycle, unable to get out, I want you to follow the formula. Let the light come on. Let the light come on your situation. Stop denying it. You know that ain't right. Stop blaming other people. Take responsibility for your own life, for your own situation. Become aware. Take the strikes as strikes from God. Stop blaming the devil for everything. He ain't messed me up. He ain't took this. He ain't took that. No, God is trying to wake you up. Those disagreements with your spouse. God is trying to wake you up. He's waking y'all up to financial freedom, to be financially healthy or whatever yours is. I didn't want to limit the message today to just be a financially set because that is where we is. And that is a lot of people in the room. But there's so many other things that we deny that we refuse to look at. We don't want to look at ourselves and say, I need to come out of here. But you have to become aware for you to come out. You have to be awakened. Some of you got to come out and grow up. You have to come out of those things. Your friends are falling away from you. People are walking away from you. You have to be awakened. God, I got to come out of this place. Show me me so that I can know. And then know that you're at liberty. I love the statement that says at any moment, at any given time, I am free to change my life. At any moment, at any time, I am free to change my life. I'm not stuck nowhere. I can change who I am. I can change what I'm doing. I can change who I want to be and who I want to become. I can change the way I see it. I can change the way I think about it. At any one moment, I am at liberty to change I'm not stuck in any one place. And then we have to have the agreement. I come into agreement with God. I come into agreement with what's right. Stop making up those rules and and you trying to pretend like that's right. You know that's not right. Come into agreement with what God wants to do so you can come up out of this place. And have the assurance. God, have the assurance that what you're doing is right that these small steps they're getting ready to add up into big steps and so can we go back into um, I see increase Um, and then arrive arrive in a place and I love this in the scripture it says that the angel led Peter out and they got past the two guards the gate opened led him out into the city he was free. And then the scripture says, and then the angel went with him one more stream. And I love that because God says, I got you. And we leave God too soon. He said, no, I'm going to walk with you. I want you, I want to make sure you got your legs up under you. I want to make sure that you're good. But as soon as we peek out, we run away from God. And he said, no, I want to walk this out with you. The angel said that he went another street with him. Do you know that God wants to go? I want to go another street with you. And I want to go another street with you. And I want to walk this out. But as soon as we see a glimpse of anything, we leave God. As soon as we lose 15 pounds, we out of there. We get $500 in the bank. Oh, I got this now. But the scripture says that the angel went with him. One more street. He wants to go with you the rest of the way, y'all. He don't want you just out there by yourself because now you know too much. And so I want to pray on this afternoon for everybody. And we can just stand all over the place. For everybody who says, you know what, Pastor Sharonda? I'm out of
1: here.
0: I'm not standing here no more. God showed me the formula. Go back and read Acts 12 for yourself. Walk through the steps of coming out. Go back and and watch the video again to see how you make it out. I see see it all over y'all faces. For some of you, it is financially set. For some of you, it is your mental health. For some of you, it is the cycles that you have been living through and going through. And I want to touch and agree with you on this afternoon. But but this is in your faith and in your belief. This will be in you keeping going with those tiny steps. But this is the appeal that I want to make today. That first stop in prayer. You got to get some people praying with you. You do need help from the Holy Spirit for you to say, I'm coming out of here. Oh, somebody is just stuck in a jealous place and you can't be happy for nobody else, and so you can't get nowhere because you're stuck here. Somebody's stuck in insecurity because they still don't see me, and so you act out of that. Somebody's stuck in immaturity. Oh, my God. Somebody is just stuck in your physical health. God, I need to come out of here. Give me the steps. And so we're gonna make the first appeal today praying that a light comes on Woo. I pray that you've been struck by the word because I don't want you to get struck but I'm telling you now because we serve a great God and a loving God if you don't want to receive the message he will strike you and I don't want he'll he'll strike you to get your attention he'll strike you to save your life I don't want him to strike you. Oh, I I dread to think about it. That financial strike is one thing. But that health strike is another thing. When he just strike you to get your attention. Ooh. I don't even want to say it. Heart attack. Stroke. Let me tell you this. This is what I hear God saying. And this is for somebody that's in the room right now. He said, I've been striking her. He said, I've been striking her. She's been having migraines and she keeps ignoring the migraines. But God says, that's me striking you, letting you know that you need to do something with your physical health. He's trying not to hit harder and so i am with you on today and i'm advising you on today to pay attention to it because god said that's me you keep attributing it to something else but god said that's me striking you trying to get your attention to do something different you all he's a loving god whatever you're feeling in your body that has been repetitive You keep shoving it off, and you ain't going, you feel that, that little, what is it called, palpitation. You feel that. And then you're like, oh, okay, it it went away. I'm good. No, that's God striking you. Giving you a little strike. You need to get your heart healthy. Because I'm I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to pull you out. I'm trying to get you awake to take care of yourself. And that's the same thing for you all. That's paycheck to paycheck. God says, I'm trying to strike you. Y'all really need to get in there and manage that money. I want to bring you out. I want you to be Peter at the door. But it's not going to happen when you keep ignoring what I'm saying. Ooh. Young adults. God says he sees you and he knows. And so he's striking you. You got into a little trouble, but it wasn't a big thing. And so you went back and did it again. You almost got caught, but you escaped it. So you thought you could do it again. You are, we cannot remain in this way. You smoked it one time and you just felt a little funny a little bit that time but then you tried it again. God says, I am striking you. It is God you are trying to get our attention. My prayer is that you say, I'm out of here. There is a way of escape. Somebody is in an abusive relationship and God says, I, I'm striking you. I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to get you to let me Bring you up out of here. But you get to that guard post, and that guard post keeps sending you back into that relationship. Fear keeps sending you back. What if keeps sending you back? What happened last time keeps sending you back. Fear of being uncomfortable keeps sending you back. But God says, I'm trying to wake you up to bring you out to give you the mindset, to give you the will, to give you the want to, to get past these guard posts. And so I'm just going to, I'ma touch and agree with you. I feel you all so heavy in the place. And so I kind of want you to stand out there, but I feel like if we can just touch and agree y'all, that I'm coming out of here. And so, I'm, I'm just going to touch hands with you. If you want to come and you're saying on today, I'm coming out of here. With, let, let me do this first. Married couples, I want you to come first. Because I want those of you who are saying we're coming out of here, then I want I want to touch and agree with the we. If, if, if that's you, if you in the space. Because this is a we for you all. Uh, to come out uh,
1: of this space. It's go- Amen. Amen. If you pray that prayer, put it in the comment section. And let us know that you have dedicated your life to God. That you're in a relationship with him. You meant that in your heart. And we want to be in touch with you. There's a book I'd like you to have. And we'd love to be your church family if you don't have a church. If you're here in the building. And you prayed that prayer today, you meant it in your heart, and it feels like a fresh dedication to God. Or you prayed it for the first time and meant it in your heart. Just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Is that a hand back there? Oh. I was getting on y'all. Don't threaten me with a good time. Anybody here? Anybody? God bless you. God bless you. Uh, if you didn't want to raise your hand, I pray that that prayer is sealed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight, just in a few hours, we're going to have our baptism service. It's still, it's not too late to be baptized. Just sign up at the welcome table. They'll tell you what to do, but we're baptizing tonight at 6 p.m. at the central campus, which is 610 Bell Rose. We are one church at three campuses. Uh, and so the central campus is where we'll be having baptism tonight. Our MITs, our ministers and training will be doing the preaching and we're going to take them to the water. And then directly after that, our middle school and high schoolers are going to be starting their spring break activities is still, you can still sign up for spring break tonight. It's kicks off tonight. So bring them on. If they need to be baptized, we'll baptize them tonight. Pastor Marias will be the speaker on tonight and we have some young adult speakers as well. Um, it is $30 for the three days, but it's also, if there's a field trip if you want to go on that, it's 65 If you can't afford it, just let us know. Pastor Mariah, stand up. Just let us know. Let this young man, I really want my, my uh, youth to come. Uh, so let me know. Uh, they can't see. <laughs> they can see you. You dapper. You dapper over there. That good looking one over there. And, um, and get on uh, to register. We want all the young people there. Then at the end of the week, our children's ministry our uh, from age three to fifth grade. Uh, will be having their spring uh, break camp. Theirs is $35. They also have a field trip and so many things. Science and salvation. Uh, they're going to do some great activities. And again, if there's any reason why uh, you're not able to afford it. We do have some scholarships. You want to see this beautiful young lady uh, to sign your ch- your children up for that. We do need more children. Uh, our youth is coming on real good. I'd like to see all of our, our children and youth uh, be connected uh, with spring break. Amen. We have some new members. We are growing. They, they said, they said, they said that people won't come to church and join church after covid the devil is alive look at that look look at that aliante <laughs> amen and we god is blessing so our new members can come get their t-shirt and their certificate of completion of their um growth track Corey buchanan Money Buchanan. Yeah. You know, when they grown, our young folk gotta they gotta join on their own. Amen. Cynthia Howell. Yeah. Come on, Miss Cynthia. God bless you. That's a wonderful new Miss. Uh, Winstead Howell. Winston Howe. Winston Howe. God bless you, man of God. God. <laughs> Dejan Jackson. Dejan, I'm sorry. Dejan Jackson. I'll tell you, there's some good people in this group. Yes. Amen. Love all of them. Janae Jackson. Come on, couples. Come on, couples. <laughs> And Dana Jackson. All right. Everybody, let's say welcome home. Looking forward to really working with all of you here at New Antioch. We want to re emphasize the rally. Um, you can sign up. Were they signing up with who? Sign up with Pastorana, text Pastorana. You can, as she greets you on the way out, tier one is 2023. We're all trying to be tier one people, 2023. But if you just, uh, if you want to be a tier two, that's 10,011. And tier three is 505 tier four is 250 and all the children and youth, we like them to give $20.23. $20. If we have the envelope, the envelopes are there. What I like to do is just every time God give me a little bit of something, I put it in that envelope and at the end of March, when we turn it in at the end of March, I'm believing for my 2023. Amen. So what ask God for it, he'll do it for you. If you did not get a chance to give earlier in the service, you can give right now if you need an envelope to, to for your regular giving just raise your hand and they will bring you an envelope you can give cash app new a aliante make sure two a's are there new a aliante you can give by text but text new antioch to seven seven nine seven seven or you can give in person uh at the door uh in for your uh debit or credit card so please please give on your way out and we are thanking God for what he is doing at our church. Here's what we're getting ready to do now. Again, we had a beautiful member of ours. We called her Miss Gertie, who went on to uh, be with the Lord. A few weeks ago, we're going to go right across the street at the park where we first uh, met her. Uh, She uh, was working with the in her nursing a child was drowning or over there and my sister saw her and told her our church was right across and she came and was with us until death did us part we didn't see her in her latter days because of her illness but she was a part of us we are her family so we're going to head right after this um, greet a few people we're going to go across the street and do a boon- balloon release uh, to recognize and celebrate her life And then leadership team will be right back here for our leadership team meeting. Amen. That is our service today. We are standing. Or you can sit. (laughs) Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. For those that came here, God, we thank you for release. We thank you. that.